I'm Britt with Rock and Flux, and I am joined today by the band French Police. Thank you guys for being with me here today. I appreciate it. As a starting point, can you each just say your name and then what you do in the band? Yeah, um, I'm Brian. I sing in the band, play rhythm guitar. My name is Manny, and I play lead guitar. Thank you both for for being here with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Sure. So you are based out of Chicago. Yes. And can you kind of give me some background on how you you all got started in in general playing music, and then how French Police kind of came to be? Uh, yeah, um, I started making music since I was like fifteen, sixteen, under like a different band. I was uh, called Carmore's White Ties. It was like a, an indie pop band. So that's kind of how like I got started. Uh, you know, like the whole music thing, playing in a band and all that. And then uh, years later, 2019, is when I decided to switch over to like a different style of music, which is what French Police is now. And yeah, we did that for about like a year until like the pandemic hit. And it kind of just became like a solo project. Everybody from the band just left. And that's when uh, Manny here came into the band. Yeah, I joined the band like, I think, is it 2021? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I've just been here since. Yeah. Cool. So you're, you released your debut album, which was self-titled, in 2019. Right. So can you kind of tell me how you feel your songwriting has maybe changed since you first started, because it was a solo project, to now when you're writing songs? Do you do a lot of that together in the same space? Or is it kind of working on things individually and then, you know, bringing them when you have them more fleshed out? Uh, no, I mean, I still, to this day, write all the, produce and write all the music myself. And then that's afterwards, once I've done the song, uh, the guys will learn it uh, for live, you know. There are some times when they do come up with it. Yeah, every now and then, like, we'll, like, pitch in, like, a riff or something like that. Uh, to help write a song, but Ryan does all like for sure all of the writing. Right. Cool. And so, like, you released your debut in 2019, and then you followed that in 2020 with Haunted Castle. And I feel like when you all started, and maybe it's just me the w- the way I'm I'm listening to it, but I feel like your first album wasn't necessarily as like with the new wave and like that 80s feel that I feel like your music is now. It more felt like little more indie and shoegazy kind of. Am I hearing that correctly? Did it kind of evolve to what it is now? And I felt like it, that started coming up more. You're saying like the first album? Yeah, like I feel like I heard the, the yes, like the new wave to me started coming up more in Haunted Castle than in your first album. Yeah, because I, uh, I think the first album was I was coming out of like, I don't know about shoegazy, but it was definitely probably still influenced by like, indie because uh, you know like i said i had like an indie pop project before friends because i was trying to figure out like what my new sound was going to be and i think i was listening to uh, i guess you can credit like motorama that band from russia for like kind of giving me like because they're a little like they're not new wave and, and all that but they are like a little dark how did you kind of start 
getting more into the dark wave, new wave influence? Because I, I definitely hear it more on Haunted Castle. Yeah, I think it was just, honestly, it was just uh, kind of like I listened to a couple bands that I was like, that kind of sounds pretty cool like to make, pretty easy. Yeah. That's why I, I wrote like over 30 songs for Haunted Castle. I was just like trying stuff out. And, uh, but yeah, and then I just kind of stuck, you know, it kind of sounded cool. I'm trying to kind of veer off of that a little bit now. Not so much like new wavy, dark stuff, but still, you know, having that somewhat that style still implemented into the song. Right. And I noticed too that you do some song most of your music is in English, but you do have some songs that are totally in Spanish. What makes you decide what language a song is in? It just depends on uh it's because I usually make the lyrics last and the vocals last. I'll feel out the music first, record all the instrumentals and then after I'll add the lyrics and it's like I'll just step up to the mic and kind of like a freestyle way. I'll just start saying stuff. And it comes out in Spanish, it'll be in Spanish. It comes out in English. I don't really like put that much thought into it. And it was interesting for me when I was listening to Haunted Castle, certain songs like, for example, like Sushi and Sax, like it has a very Joy Division sound to me. Is that an influence? Is that band an influence to you? Or what would you say your influences are? today mm, no not really i mean joy division is cool and all that but i don't really consider them like a big inspiration so who, who i listen to now mostly because i don't really listen to that much music but when i do it's like a band there's one band from russia they called burak and then another band from spain called el ultimo vecino if you mix those two bands it's probably like as close to french boys as you can get let me ask you this. Why don't you listen to a lot of other music? Like, is it just not, do you find that it's like distracting to you or um, is it just not something? I, I don't know. I mean, I've always, I've always been that way where like, I don't really like to listen to music. I rather make it. So if I hear something, I become almost envious or jealous. And I'm like, I can make this. So I'm just going to write my own version or my own song. You know? Huh. That's an interesting perspective. I don't, I don't know if I've ever. <laughs> no, of course it's weird. I know it's yeah. weird. Like people are like, what the fuck? You don't listen to music, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But I do appreciate. I do appreciate music. <clears throat> I rather make it. I, I can understand that. So you re-released Haunted Castle in 2021, and you added a bunch of songs to it. What made you decide to re-release instead of doing like a fully new album? So it wasn't really a re-release. It was just more of like some more of the songs that I had written originally for Haunted Castle because I wrote like over 30 and I only put 15 on there. And so I was listening to some of the demos that I had written and I was like, some of these are kind of good. And so I was like, I'm just going to release it as like an extended version of it, an extended play, I guess. I just uh, decided to uh, release it as just like another eight demos that were going to be part of the Haunted Castle album, but they didn't make it, I guess. And so Vampiro, which I think is one of your most popular songs, was added to that. Had you already written it? Because it kind of, I mean, like that song kind of goes with the concept of a haunted castle. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that song was actually, I think I had written in the early stages of when I was writing Haunted Castle. But uh, I didn't think it was going to be good or anything like that, you know, it was, pretty shitty song in my opinion you know 
it was like a demo. I didn't even have the original file for it. It's just like an MP3 file I had. And I just decided to add it on there because I was like, why not? Kind of complete, right? Were you surprised? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of crazy how it became our most popular song. And it was just like a MP3 file that was sitting on my computer. I mean, all quality recording aside, like even though yeah, it's that's just funny. MP3, it's still, uh, I think it's just because of how catchy it is. So we've talked a little bit about your songwriting and, and some of your albums so far. For someone who has maybe never listened to your music before, if they ask you, you know, what song should I start out listening to? Which one do you think you would suggest to them? Um, honestly, that's a hard one because I feel like, in my opinion, my music changes a lot. I mean, it still has the same French bass sound, but it kind of like varies. But I would, I mean, I would probably pick uh, Jet de Vu or maybe anything off like the Pedaleo Nocturno EP. Okay. Let's take a listen to it, a clip of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. What about that song would make you choose it? Why do you think it is a good starting point for people to get into your music? I think it's because when I released that EP, that's kind of like where I thought, like I kind of consider it to be like, all right, this is a sound that we're going to move forward with. And I feel like you can hear a little bit of that EP, anything that I do now, you know. I and mean, it's also just a good song. So, yeah, I also say like what song I would pick if I were to like say someone who has a music to the band. We can do, we can play two different ones if you all don't agree. So if you have a different opinion, yes. Okay. I think the song Dance With Me of Honey Castle, I think for me personally, at least if someone were to want to listen to French Police, that would be the song that I would suggest to them. Because I think overall it has like that, like original, like feel, I don't know, like hope what, that's the probably, type of music that we play. Yeah, it's probably a better suggestion than mine, Monkey. <laughs> Not better, but I guess it's different. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's give that a listen to a clip of that too. And then our listeners can decide which one they feel is better representation. 
chose that song because you just feel it maybe shows the overall vibe of the band yeah a little bit more pretty much okay music is a is a subjective thing so that's the great thing about it is everyone can you know form their own opinion because it was funny for me to hear that you didn't really even necessarily like the song vampiro but people do so you never know what what's gonna you know click in people's heads so this year you released blue and it's kind of, I think, kept with, you know, the overall vibe of your music. Um, I, I really like the song "Honey." I think that's like a really cool song that that is on there. And Thank you. Um, you kind of kept the same, you know, idea of like some songs are in Spanish and some songs are in English. I also one thing I did notice when I was listening to you on Spotify is that you all have the lyrics for pretty much all of your music included on there which i also think is really cool because not all bands do that but whether you're writing in a, in a language someone doesn't speak or not like it it's just helpful to sometimes be able to like see what a song is saying yeah exactly so that was something that i noticed that i appreciated yeah a lot of the fans ask for the lyrics so it's kind of like they, they attack us about them like lyrics lyrics so we're just like we got to just release them with the songs you know yeah, it's it's helpful to have and like sometimes you want to make sure that you're understanding what what a song is saying like officially, right. you know. Yeah. Um so I think that is a good thing to have. So some of the stuff you all have coming up, you're going to be going on tour this fall starting in September, right? Can you kind of tell me a little bit about that tour and what you have planned for it? Yeah, um like you said it's uh it's going to be in September. It's basically the whole month. We're going to do 21 cities all in the US. So yeah, it's, it's our biggest tour so far. Yeah, it's definitely our biggest tour. Usually we split up well, we split up a uh, West Coast tour and our East Coast tour last year, but this time we're going to do it all together. Yeah. I think it's just better just do it all at once, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I've heard that so, like almost all of your California dates are sold out officially, right? Uh yeah, the region in LA is sold out. Uh, Pomona sold out, and uh, I think San Diego has three tickets left. They might be sold out already, but last time I checked. So that feels probably pretty good. Yeah, it feels cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely surprising. I didn't, I didn't think it would sell out like before the tour. It's pretty cool. Is there anything that you're excited about going on this tour because it, it's all at once, or like any any concerns or worries about it? My thing for me. It's, the cool thing about it is that we're going to be touring with like 
uh, Lesser Care and Close Tear, which are, they're kind of like our friends, you know, like we've played shows with them before and they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're chill guys. I I think that's what we're looking forward to for this tour, at least. It's just like, uh, it's going to feel more like, you know, just fun. Like an at-home kind of feeling because we'll be playing shows with them, like all our shows we're playing as opposed to like playing with bands that we probably don't know like that. Right. Sometimes it gets a little awkward. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that you are like excited about to going into this tour or um and also like actually here's a question too what can people expect from your live show and how much is your music live like the recorded version is it very similar or do you try to you know keep them kind of different um i think it's different but not by choice we're not like super talented like i I mean like i don't know we do (laughs) try to change it up a little bit live like especially i think from the guitar playing aspect, you for know, sure. try to change it up a little bit, like for just add stuff. That's true. You to, guys do to add like a, a little more to that live feeling, so people could just be like, "Oh, like it's different," you know, than yeah. the recording. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little different. How do you feel people um, react to that? Do they? I, I mean, most of the time, I feel like people are happy to hear a little bit of difference. But how do you feel like the crowd reaction has been? I mean, I think from what we can tell, I mean, I don't think they, either they don't care that it sounds different or they don't really notice. Um, but either way, you know, the crowd's always great. So, I mean, we, ha- we have to be doing something right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think pe- people like it. Like, they like hearing the songs live. And sometimes, like, people will, like, maybe share, like, a cover or something. Like, they'll play a song. And, like, they'll even add, like, the little, like, extra riffs oh, there. Okay. Either I... Like Jesse played live. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I think, I guess people like it, but the little differences. Yeah, I think people appreciate it. That's cool. Cool. Do you have any new music coming up too? Like any other stuff that you would maybe want people to know ahead of this tour coming up or, or anything new that they can expect to hear if they go to a show? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we can announce. It depends on when this is going to be released, but if not, you can cut it out. Um, yeah, we have a new album coming out in January. We're going to release two singles before that, though. That are going to be part of the album, one in September. So we act, we'll actually be playing that single live throughout the whole tour. So that's something people can expect, a new song. And then another one in November. So That'll be good. Yeah. Like a little lead up to uh, yeah, the yeah. official release. And I've also heard that you have some new merch that's going to be available soon as well. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to have like new items merch too, not just like shirts and stuff. So hopefully people like that stuff. Do you all print any um, vinyl or any, like, do you print any of your music? And if so, what format do you typically try to print it in? Yeah, uh, we've done Haunted Castle on vinyl before. Uh, and we're kind of bad on it, like, or, like our old management just kind of sucked. But uh, but now um, but now we're, we're we're gonna have vinyl on this tour, so blue will, will be on vinyl. We'll have that for sale. Do you? It's funny this this conversation this topic has come up you know a few times, and I don't know if if either of you have an opinion on it, but there is like a a topic of vinyl versus CD because like a lot of bands are also starting to print um, CDs and even cassette tapes again. And I don't know if you would have a thought or an opinion on if you'd ever do that. I mean, personally speaking, me, I, I've, 
I fucking hate Bach. <laughs> I, I don't get what the big deal about it is. Uh, I rather just listen to it on my fuck on my phone, you know. But I think uh, I think I get it though. Yeah, it's it, it's a free, you can appreciate like the bit, people like that vintage aspect right. of having a vinyl. So yeah, the physicalness you know, of it. Oh, yeah, like owning a physical copy of a vinyl. But they also had cassettes too. I rather do cassettes though. I think yeah. I prefer cassettes. I think they look cassettes cool. are also pretty cool. There is like a nostalgia to it, right? Because it's like, I don't know, how often can you get something? And I, I think it also speaks to like people want to feel a little level of ownership. Like I love streaming too. And it's how I found, I mean, I think a lot of people like that's how you find new music nowadays. But it is also cool to feel like you have a physical copy of something and then also feel like you're supporting whatever band or artist you like because... You know, just listening to it on a streaming platform isn't necessarily going to do much for them. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you like the band a lot, it's kind of like cool to have, like you said, have something of theirs, you know? Yeah. It kind of it becomes like a collection type of thing. And I mean, as far as like sound quality goes, I think CDs are probably the best sound quality wise if, if people care about that. If they don't, then, you know. I guess sometimes people like that, like low quality sound, you know, that lo-fi kind of sound. You know? right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, and what else? And so you have a new album coming out, two new singles that you're, and one of them you're going to be playing um, when you're playing live. How many tours have you all gone on at this point? Is this your? This is like our second tour, I think. Second? No. I mean, it's because we, like you said, we split up. Yeah, we, I mean, we did one West Coast show, and I mean, one West Coast tour, and then we yeah. did a we did a small East Coast, and then a small Texas tour. So I guess if you want to count those, yeah, so maybe like our fourth. fourth. This is our fourth, like, but this is the biggest, I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I I I do one thing. I also wanted to ask that I ask everybody who who comes on the show. The whole, you know, concept of of this is that rock is indebted, it's in flux. And when I say rock, it doesn't mean necessarily what some people define rock music as. It's really just like people creating music in in their own way. And I I don't think it's in it's dead. I think it's just in flux. So I would be curious what your mentality is on that. And also how you define, you know, rock as a quote unquote term well you're saying that like rock could mean any like anybody making music i mean yes because some people say that rock music has to have like somebody playing guitar and i don't necessarily agree with that i think some electronic music could have like more of a rock vibe even if it doesn't have someone literally playing guitar in it i think it's just you know people like to hold on to like titles of things you know you know rock was a very big thing back then signified mm-hmm. something it's a call something that's electronic rock now i think it hurts people sometimes or something yeah like they don't want to accept that that could be rock music, right I but i mean at the end of the day who cares like what it's called right it's music is music as long as people like it you know um, i don't really care what it's called yeah i don't make music for you know the titles or anything like that one of the recent conversations i had they were saying that like some kids that they see on tiktok and other in other like areas, I guess, culturally, they say that like playing guitar is lame. I was like really surprised to hear that. It is a little lame. <laughs> um, it's, it gets boring, especially it, nowadays. With, I wouldn't know. say it's lame. It's just 
you either like it or you don't, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think if you were to pick up a guitar and be like, I'm going to impress somebody so bad with this, yeah, I don't not. think you could. But, <laughs> right. Like, I think if you really enjoy it, like me, that's why I started playing guitar. I just thought it was fun. That would be something cool for myself. If you love it, you love it. Right. I mean, and that's why people play different instruments. Exactly. Right. But I, yeah, I, I, and for me too, I feel like rock and roll is like an attitude. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. It's kind of like punk, you know, like it came out of not wanting to go with the norm and, and wanting to walk your own path and do things your own way. And I don't think that that's really ever going to go out of style, you know. Any other things that you would maybe want listeners to know? Any other, you know, thoughts or things you would want to um, share before we we finish up our conversation? Not really. I mean, just hopefully everyone's ready for the new album. It's going to be... Yeah, hopefully everyone likes it. It's, a, it's my favorite so far. So hopefully people agree. Big statement, so... Oh, yeah, maybe I should have said that, huh? <laughs> but, no, uh, I mean, if it is your favorite work, that gives uh, people something to look forward to. True. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything, Manny. Uh, yeah, just um, looking forward to tour. Yeah, well, I think this is, I'm you know excited to hear the new music. I, I'm excited to uh, see you all when you play here in Phoenix. And yeah, I think your stuff is great. So thanks, guys, for being with me today. It was really um, great to get to talk to you, and I appreciate you being here. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. We yeah. really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we see you in Phoenix. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah.